You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. In-depth conversations, matchup breakdowns, analysts on every game, everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dudlap. Fourth Down in the Steel City, Crowley, Dunlap, Steelers, Bengals, 425 on Sunday, Cincinnati winless in the division, the Steelers 3-6, and six, a must-win game for both clubs if they actually consider themselves in it. And here's the deal, Colin. Tell me. The Steelers could, if things bounce right, find themselves just one game out of a playoff spot if they win oh on Sunday, which is insanity to me. Yeah, it is insanity to me. Um, and they could, the Bengals could find themselves in a real world of hurt uh, in the AFC, or AF, yeah, in the AFC North, um, and having lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers twice. That's uh, that's super something if you really think about it, right? Yeah, it's weird. And they lost to the Browns twice last year. Meanwhile, they win the division, go to the Super Bowl, but you lose this game if you're Cincinnati. You're zero and four in the division. How does that happen? Hangover, perhaps? Had too much to drink all summer long? Maybe. Uh, you have to wonder, too, just how healthy Joe Burrow is. You have to look at the whole situation. I mean, obviously, Jamar Chase, very good football player. But you'd think they'd do more, especially because they fortified the offensive line. They got good along the offensive line. And that was their big Achilles Hills uh, last uh, last year, as someone famously said, Achilles Hills. Achilles um, Hills. Achilles Hills, yes. Who's not a practice squad player from Florida International. No, Achilles Hills is your Achilles Hills. But, yeah, back to the uh, point here. Um, you know, we always try to work micro. Like the Steelers, if they win this, and the mm-hmm. Bengals, if they lose this game. Maybe the real look at this is – macro and it is this is just emblematic of precisely what the nfl wants and the nfl is getting this year you know as opposed to working so narrow on the steelers or the Bengals or the afc north it truly is that any team could beat any team any weekend sort of proposition 
Oh, no doubt about it. And the Steelers are three and six right now. And prior to their win, they were a paltry two and six, and they looked every bit as bad as two and six the last time we saw them against the Eagles. But let's say they had TJ Watt or they got a bounce here or there. They could easily have been four and four. This could be a five and four football team right now. It really could. And really, yes, good teams find a way to win games. But really, it could be the same team. You have a couple of things go right, and you are five and four. They're not that much different than Cincinnati right now. They no, really aren't. They're not. The quarterback play, uh, I think they're There's not a as difference good. There. There's a big difference there. And the offensive line play, there seems to be a difference there. But in terms of everywhere else, Joe Mixon just got it together last week. It's not like he's had a good season. You know, and maybe he got it together because they finally realized they need to run the football because Jamar Chase is hurt, or maybe they have a better chance to win with running the football. But you go all across the board, I mean, they're not much better on defense, and the Steelers have struggled a little bit on defense. They finally got their act sort of in gear. But maybe Cincinnati just was a team that went on a magical run and got hot at the right time and actually had a very favorable bracket much like the Eli Giants a couple times. Man, I think you're dead on with that. This is a team that went 10-7 and last year. They weren't great, and they won a game that was a statistical anomaly against Tennessee in the playoffs last year where they got absolutely bludgeoned on the offensive line. And, yeah, the offensive line's better now than it was last year. I still don't know if it's good. I was not sold on the Bengals being a great team this year. I thought Baltimore would win the division. I still think that. I think they're pretty good. One thing that I'm not here for, though, is the Joe Burrow, Kenny Pickett comparison. Me either. Me either. I don't think they're in the same arena. People are trying too hard, and they were trying too hard prior to Kenny Pickett even being drafted. He's been the comp for Kenny Pickett because Joe Burrow doesn't have a superstar arm. Joe Burrow's arm is better than Pickett's, by the way. It's also plenty good enough in a league if you don't compare him to Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. But let's just look at this real quick. Right. The first year for Joe Burrow, the Bengals stunk. They were 2-7-1. and one. He played in 10 games. He also completed 65% of his passes. That's what Kenny Pickett's doing. The difference. He turned the ball over in those 10 games just five times. Kenny Pickett's already thrown eight interceptions. Joe Burrow's thrown 13, through 13 touchdowns then. He threw the ball downfield. He also ran. He had a quarterback rating of 90. Kenny Pickett was not a first overall pick. I get that. But he was still the first quarterback off the board. And Kenny Pickett has not had as much time this season as, of course, Joe Burrow did the entirety of his first year. But... If you were expecting Kenny Pickett, the general you, to come in and dominate this league from the drop and think he would look like Joe Burrow, A, you should be disappointed, and B, you should be ashamed of yourself because, frankly, to me, there's no comparison there. And I'm not trying to kill Kenny, but we're trying too hard with the Joe Burrow thing. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. 
Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. Yeah, I I've always thought it was a big stretch. I thought that their that their pedigree out of college was much different, even though Kenny Pickett was a Heisman finalist. I look at Joe Burrow as a guy who went to he had a chance by coaching staff in two programs that were better than the program that Kenny Pickett took kind of six years to take command of. Yes. That's the way I look at it. And the guys in front of him ended up at Ohio State being pretty darn good college quarterbacks. He went into Louisiana State and was very good there, super there, which means his college pedigree was better. And then he comes out, and the year he got hurt, he was playing very well. And he acclimated to the game pretty briskly. And I thought through the football and showed a lot of zip and showed a lot of poise and showed, wow, like from the jump individually, he's got the talent. There was never uh, – did Joe Burrow early on ever have a three-game span like Kenny Pickett had? I don't think so. I really don't. Uh, he, I mean, again, in his first season, he threw five interceptions, and Kenny Pickett did that in, what, his first four games? Right. Uh, I just – the comp is uh, – and, and, you know, it's, you know, it's this is a great topic. The all-or-nothing polarizing life of – trying to be somebody or being somebody saddled with the task of a media person or even a fan to that provides critical analysis of Kenny Pickett. You're only allowed to have two canisters here. It seems like he's great. He's going to be great. He's going to be better than Bradshaw and Roethlisberger combined, or he stinks. He's never going to get it. Um, it's, it's kind of unfair that you're forced to kind of put, put all your eggs into one of those two buckets. And that's it, it. Too many people are doing that. And there's so much room in the middle. You're right about that. And I've seen me personally, my social media interactions, a bunch of folks say, anytime I've said anything remotely critical of Kenny Pickett, well, you're the West Virginia guy. You just don't want him to succeed. And I saw somebody that we work with that's Penn State guy got hit with the same thing. Here's the deal. I don't give a rip. He's the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. You don't think I want Kenny Pickett to be successful? Of course I want Kenny Pickett to be successful. Saying that I don't think he's really improved over the course of his first few games in the NFL is not me saying, this guy sucks ass. No, it's me saying he hasn't improved yet. And I do think folks get lost in the intangible as well. And I want to talk about that a little bit more when we come back. And we will. It's fourth down in the Steel City.